and welcome to episode number three of What's Going On Here with Young, young Sean Quigley and myself, Tomo Lubrick. We're here, and today we are reviewing a new category, crime TV shows. And um, we picked a show called Border Town, which is, a, it said Netflix original, right? Or did it say uh, like for Netflix? It said, I mean, it's a, it, these days, I say Netflix original doesn't mean it is. That Netflix it is. did it, yes, yes. It's, uh, it just means they have like exclusive Rights use to it. in the US for Right, most likely, yes. Yeah. So this is a, a show called Border Town, and it's a, a crime thriller, obviously. 11 episodes, I believe, they had. And the way the show is done, it seemed the first three episodes were one story, and then uh, every story thereafter was two episodes. So since it was the first story, we took the middle episode and watched the first, the, the middle 20 minutes of the show. Yeah, yeah, because we deemed after last after last episode, the first episode, after the starters, we clubbed the Cuervos, lost to talk about, clubbed the Cuervos. Yes. Second episode, Garfunkel Oates, it was good, we enjoyed it, but the problem was... It was good and we enjoyed it. Yes, there wasn't really that much to complain it. about, right? We watched right? the entire episode because it was 20 minutes long. Yes. It was like, well, we have a conclusion here and not much to talk about. Uh, so Great show, go watch it. A show that's called What's Going On Here. I'll tell you what's going on here. A 20-minute episode that was very enjoyable. <laughs> yes. So it was lesson... a skinny middle end. That's what was going on here. Exactly. <laughs> lesson learned. <laughs> Although, to be fair, we told everybody about a really good show because yes. it does look very promising and it does look very funny. Yeah. So, yes, so today we're watching this show, Border Town, which, to be fair, had like almost four stars on Netflix. Yeah. So people enjoyed it. And much like with Club the Cuervos in our first episode, we watched it without any subtitles. Yes. So, neither of we us finished. are finished. We haven't noticed. We said it's finished? Did we say? No, we, we might not have. It's a finished TV show, folks, just for you out there who are following or aren't, depending on what you're saying, um, or what I'm saying. Um, yeah, so it's a finished show. It's called Border Town. And, um, hmm. I mean, it's intriguing, I think, the yeah. show. Yeah, it's a, it's a Scandi crime drama yes. thing. It's that genre that's very popular now yes. since, um, what was the original? Uh, a Girl with a Dragon Tattoo? No. Yeah, I guess that was kind of the big, yeah. The big breakthrough. Um, the Fall... Recently, was that was that Scandinavian? Or they t- no, it was English. No, that was English. Confused. That was English. There's that one with the dude who then became Robocop. Um, Peter Weller? No, the remake. They did the remake. Oh, I never ago. saw the remake. Yeah, no. Ah, uh, with a your, your man in it who's uh, I don't know, he's British as well, Icelandic or something. What's his name? Oh, whatever. Yes. What's going on here? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. We're not sure. Yeah. You know, one of those shows where it's all very um, Scandinavian and depressing and there's lots of jumpers. <laughs> yes. And uh, again, in our tradition, we are also reviewing a food joint and a beer. So the food joint is Riley's Rib Cage, which is in Bergenfield on Church Street. A new place. Um, and I guess we'll tell you along because we have it here fresh. We haven't tried anything yet. And we are also even, this is not really a local beer. This is from Arrogant Brewing in Escondido, California and Richmond, Virginia. So, you know, eight hours. That's sort of local, right? Yeah. Richmond, Virginia? I don't know. Sort of. Sort of. Anyway, so we are trying the Arrogant Bastard Ale, which tells us that we're not worthy. Literally says that on the bottle. And it says, this is an aggressive beer. You probably won't like it. It is quite doubtful that you have the taste or sophistication 
to be able to appreciate an ale of this quality and depth. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff written. I'm not going to bother reading that. But the fact that they're telling us that we're not going to enjoy a beer is kind of like a slap on the nuts. Yeah. And it's like, I'm, yeah. It was a challenge. I, I saw this. I was like, you know what? I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to fall for that. Yeah, I'm going on this. Yes. And we've also got, we got another, we got a second beer waiting in the rafters. In the rings. Yes, absolutely. Which is also from uh, Arrogant Brewery there. Yeah. Which it, is just like a, it's called the Double Bastard. The Double Bastard. Yeah. Appropriately enough, since there's two of us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, yes. And Arrogant Bastard is 7.2% by volume. Alcohol by volume. It doesn't give us the IBUs, which, oh, what the hell. What, <laughs> oh. It's already sounding like a sellout beer. Where are the IBUs, guy? Are you looking up the IBUs? I'll look it up. Look up the IBUs, because they're not giving us that info, and that's really bad. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me read on. We would suggest that you stick to safer and more familiar territory, maybe something with a multi-million dollar ad campaign aimed at convincing you it's made in a little brewery, or one that implies that their tasteless, fizzy yellow beer will give you more sex appeal. Perhaps you think multi-million dollar ad campaigns make a beer taste better. Perhaps you're mouthing your words as you read this. Well, I'm actually saying them out loud, so... <laughs> I always happen to think after a few drinks that I'm sexier. Yeah. So, I mean, this is just useless warning. I, I, the internet says, these guys, I like the sound of these guys. Someone on a review, on a review board, Puff Cigar Discussion Forums, said, I'm currently drinking an Arrogant Bastard Ale. I looked at the website for the IBUs, but they say classified. <laughs> <laughs> so we're already on the secret there. Okay, very good. Fair enough. Well played, <laughs> arrogant bastard. Ill. Well played. Okay, so, and uh, what we got from Riley, Riley's rib cage? You got the twisted chicken, twisted chicken sandwich. Mm -hmm. I got the St. Louis cut ribs, and we're sharing a side of baked beans, which has brisket in it, by the way. Yes. So, before we even. Jump in on Border Town and describe you the lovely Border Town in Finland. We're not quite sure what town it is, but it is a Border Town. Apparently, yeah, apparently so. Yes. So, you know, here goes nothing. I'm going for the ribs. Mm. This is the most complicated food we've had to try and eat on the podcast so far. Mm. Well, you know what? So far, I'm giving them pretty high grades on the ribs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Very mm -hmm. tasty. I'm very. The sandwich is very big, so I've just eaten, you know, a little bit. So I don't think I've got the full of everything that's in the sandwich yet. Mm-hmm. So far, good. So far, good. Chicken, mm -hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just dove into Double Arrogant Bastard. And you don't scare me, man. Oh, this isn't the double. This is the... Oh, no, yes, right. This is the single Arrogant Bastard. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Um, apologies. But this is a nice beer. A little bit... A little bit of bitterness. Not too much. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's not that's not that offensive to me. No, not at all. I laugh at their warning. <laughs> yeah. 
It's not offensive. No, not offensive at all. I mean, this is this is yeah. Was it seven seven point two percent? Which to an Englishman who drinks his ale would be shocking. Someone that my my grandfather, for example, who's an ale drinker, mm-hmm. he would um, a bitter drink. He drinks bitter. Okay. If he was a Try this or whatever you might like it. If I told him seven or two percent, he would be like, "Woo!" Bitter ale and bitters in England traditionally very low. Oh yeah, you know, three percent, four percent. You get five percent. That's very strong. Ah, it's usually three percent, three and a half percent is the is the is the is the sweet point, and that's just because people like my grandfather, the bitter in England ale people worked and they were drinking beer. They drank beer it was instead of water. Yeah, of course, because it was. Safer. Yeah, and yeah he used yeah. to work on the railroads. He used to be a, a train driver. He used to shovel coal into steam trains. Nice. And he used to drink beer on the job. They used to drink beer. They they actually have these. Um, the beers are so low in alcohol so that you can drink beer throughout the entire day and you know. <laughs> yeah, sure, and not be able to yourself. function. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a nice beer. It's fairly smooth. Like I said, a little bit of bitterness, but easy to drink. Hmm. Good job. Arrogant bastard. We'll see how you are on the double arrogance. Ha. Yeah. But there's a lot of munchy sounds going on because these ribs are amazing. They got a little bit of crust on them from what they call their uh, a cage dust. And they're really nice, meaty ribs. Really. A, a half rack is six ribs, and it's a big portion of food, folks, in case you're wondering. So, and the sandwich is huge. And and uh, you you actually got the last of the ribs. So. I, yes, the, the, yeah. Uh, we wanted to actually order some smoked wings, and they were sold out of the smoked wings, and they were sold out. Mine was the last half rack of ribs, and that's we, what we ordered like seven twenty, I think it was, mm. and they close at eight. So if you want to get some of the stuff, you probably want to order it like for five six o'clock. Yeah, it's a small place. It's not big. It's a very small little place. Yeah, but. They have like three tables inside, I think they had. Hmm. Yeah. But I'm guessing most of their business is, is uh, takeout anyway. But the ribs are killer. The beans with brisket in it are really nice. They're a little bit sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, the brisket in it is delicious. And it's done basically in a Texan kind of style. So every ha- everything has a little bit of heat on it. Not too much. Yeah. At least on the rib side. I don't know about the chicken. But um, well, the sauce. I just tried the. I put the sauce on my burger without trying it first. Luckily, I like spicy food, but the sauce is spicy. Is it? Oof. Really? Yeah. Nice. Okay then. Well, so far, we have all um, thumbs up on the uh, Riley's ribcage. Yeah, and there was a lot on the menu. I mean, when I looked at it originally, I was like, oh, I was yes. daunted by it. everything. Sounds so good, so I'm definitely going to have to delve into um, some of the other. Items on the menu, just because there was quite a lot to um, pique my interest. Yes, they had pulled pork on the menu, brisket, uh, jalapeno, cheddar, cornbread. I mean, mm. they had. It's a very like I said, south, southern, southwest style barbecue joint. Go check it out; they're awesome, man. Absolutely delicious. And now for the main part of the show. <laughs> Border town. So, like we said, we started 20 minutes into the show. Mm-hmm. 
Well, technically 16 minutes because it's like a 55-minute show, so we wanted to get the middle 20 minutes of the show. Yeah. So it starts out with there's a fairly young girl, maybe a teenager, I'd say. Uh, yeah, and I guess she's, so. she's hurt kind of badly because she's bleeding all over the place. Yeah, she looked like she had a gunshot wound, I guess. Something, right. And a young man is helping her, and she's like saying, take me to the hospital. And he says, help is on the way. And then a guy pulls up. You say you you got that from that? You got that that, that happens? No, because that was in the subtitles. Oh, and right before we and oh, I, I we we stopped it, and then I turned off the subtitles. I was gonna say you are good. <laughs> you are very good. No. You're finished. <laughs> well, <laughs> I did look at the Rosetta Stone catalog last week, so. <laughs> well. <laughs> okay, yeah, so, yeah, we cheated initially. For, like, 15 seconds, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, he said, help is on the way, and then we, we stopped, we turned off the... Yes, because we were discussing, should we go with subtitles or not with subtitles? Mm. So, we went wisely without subtitles, because then it's a lot more interesting, because we're trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Yeah, I mean, otherwise there's not much to talk about, because it's just going to be... Uh... Self-explanatory. Well, it's like, oh, you know, he said this and she said that and they said this and, you know, nothing's going to actually happen. Right. Uh, so, a guy pulled up, got out of the car, looking kind of doctorly because he had a briefcase, right? Mm-hmm. In a trench coat. Um, it was in an Audi, but I guess that's what fancy people drive in Finland. They drive the Audis. Oh, this show is sponsored by Audi. <laughs> it must be because there was, that wasn't the only reference in those 20 minutes. There was another Audi that, that was yeah. zoomed in on. Yeah. And um, he went into... It's a, it's a cabin like on a lake in the woods is where this is happening. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the sequel to A Cabin in the Woods. Hmm. Is that... A Cabin on a Lake in the Woods. Where something's happening? That, where that's something the is happening. Okay. That was the sequel, yeah. <laughs> it was A Cabin in the Woods and then it was A Cabin on a Lake in the Woods where something is happening. It was a sequel. And then the, the sequel to that was A Cabin next to The Cabin on a Lake in the Woods where nothing is happening, but we're looking out the window and something is happening. And then to complete the, that whole uh, series of movies, it was a uh, houseboat on the lake looking at the cabin and was, something was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was... Uh, you know the series picked up, like that last one, there mm. was, uh, it was... That was just was to please movie. the public. It's kind of like the Furious 8. Yeah. Know, the Fate of the Furious or whatever it's mm. called. Which, we might have to do a special episode of this where we review that series or maybe pick one of them our favourite and just go through it for the listeners because mm. I think it's hard to find I, I don't think you'd find them if you look A Cabin in the Woods is very easy to find but those sequels they, they buried that was back in the, that was like that's like the that was like the you know the early 80s video mm. you had to yes. go to the right video markets to pick up a copy yes I think there's a copy of it on 8-track somewhere yeah <laughs> a couple of Betamax lying around Yes, yeah, indeed. <laughs> Actually, if I pull out my old Laserdisc player, it might be on that. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Which, I didn't have a Laserdisc player, <laughs> let's just make that clear. Because everybody who had a Laserdisc player only bought it for the porn. Nothing else. Because <laughs> you'd go into those stores, like, I don't know what the equivalent is in, in the UK, but they had, like, Tower Records here and, and Sam Goody and things like that, and they would have this Laserdisc, which was basically a CD the size of an LP record, vinyl, mm-hmm. And you'd put this thing in and you'd watch movies. And there would be, you know, at the time, Batman and um, 
I'm trying to think what other like huge movie was in the mid '80s, late '80s. Oh, uh, 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 Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, mm. and then it'd be you know, Romancing the Bone, and 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 and, and you know, Splat <laughs> Man, and and uh, which is always one of my favorite things about porn. I always wanted to be one of those porn guys that like just names the movies. Yeah, like let's shoot this like spoof a real movie and shoot this because those titles were the best. And my favorite uh, spoof title of all time. Yeah. Clear and present dangler. That's good. That's 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 one of my favorites. You know, whoever the guys who did that job, I think he died um, of probably some BD or something. <laughs> Melody. But he because they they gave up on that. They gave up because I don't know if you've I I don't know if you've um, seen in any of the broadsheet newspapers or you know the, the reputable broadcast. Uh, facilities now in but, variety but, 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 but these days it's just they just touch you know the word hot in front of it or they just put triple x after it it's like the avengers triple x that's it <laughs> that's all it is i mean they've given up they, what there was a heyday for the brilliant title yeah i was gonna say the art has left porno <laughs> it, has. it has it really has <laughs> it really has it's such a shame it is no more shaving Ryan's privates. No, right, right. Shaving yeah. right in privates. Yes, yes. <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> uh, yes. So, anyway. So, young girl, injured horrifically. Young man cleaning her up. And doctory looking dude coming, showing up at the cabin. Then we cut to, which we're fairly sure is the hero of the show. Mm-hmm. And he's in the living room. At night, basement, I thought. Or basement. Oh, maybe basement. Yeah, good call. At like 2 in the morning or something, his wife comes down. And obviously she says something and he looks guilty and he's looking at something on a laptop and he closes it. So he's obviously obsessed about some case or something, right? At least I think so. Yeah. And um, she says something and it's... I don't think she's necessarily pissed, but almost like a just a, like a gentle admonishment, like "Come to bed. What are you doing?" Oh, there was also product placement on the laptop. I noticed that. It was Dell. They're sponsored by Dell. Was, was it really? I didn't catch that. Yeah, there were two Dell laptops in the show. Okay, so Dell is sponsoring them as well. Oh. I, no- I noticed that they're Dell, um, and the only reason I noticed it's the same thing as when I watch any. Um, is it, 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 when you get to the point where you're like, I don't, I just don't believe this person would have that product. It has to be product placement because it doesn't make sense. It happens a lot in medical dramas or things where I see doctors carrying around a Samsung tablet. And like, uh, no, 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 no. I do. No, okay, I can believe they have an iPad. They don't have a Samsung tablet. <laughs> He's not reading prescriptions on a Nook. That's no. just not happening. No, 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 no. You're not telling me that this young 20-something hipster person in whatever TV show I'm watching is on their little uh, Google Chromebook. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no, no, no. That, it, you know. It's Apple or die. Yes. <laughs> I see too much of that. It stands out to me now. I'm like, no, 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 no. You lost me. You lost yeah. me right there. Or even worse, phones. That's the other thing. It's like, oh, oh, the hero has an LG. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. So she comes down, gives him an admonishment. Yeah. And then she get, walks up to him, gives him his hand, her hand, 
And he takes the hand, and next thing you know, clothes are coming off. Mm. And uh, to, uh, to be fair, nothing got really explicit. No, it was it was it was married passion. It was it was married passion. That's right. There was a little bit of a Chris Angel moment there, where <laughs> he went and reached down because she had a really long, uh, uh, like a tank top sleeping shirt, I guess. That was almost like a skirt. And he kind of reached down for it. And then in the next shot, his hand was like under it and all the way up by her neck. And I was just like, this is like Chris Angel mind freak. And she's going to scream any minute now because his hand <laughs> isn't where it's supposed to be. But that wasn't the case. And then they just kind of went like, did they even get to a bed or did they just drop on the floor? I don't even remember now. Um... No, I think it was one of those. She maybe she started straddling on the chair or something, and then it cut out. Like ghost. Yeah, 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 yeah. like that. Maybe, <gasps> maybe, maybe he's a ghost. <laughs> no, he wasn't a ghost. But it'd be awesome if Whoopi Goldberg walked out of nowhere. That would have made that fantastic. And that would have been interesting. <laughs> interesting choice. Yeah. Did not see that twist coming. No, as as I pointed out at the beginning of the show, it would, would have, the most surprising part of that would have been is the fact that <laughs> there's someone a... who isn't white is in this show. <laughs> That's right. In the middle of Finland, no In the middle of Finland, <laughs> in the middle of the night, in the middle of the cabin, by the lake in the woods, <laughs> where something is happening, and that something is a black person just <laughs> And the whole country of Finland has been alerted to it, and they've made a TV show about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well... So that happened, and then they cut to them in bed the next morning. And they have an amicable chat, like, okay, you know, I laid it down on your big boy. You really don't need that laptop anymore, do you? And he was mm -hmm. kind of like, yeah, no, I don't need the laptop because you are so good after all these years that mm -hmm. it's like fine wine. It's not vinegar at all. It's fine wine. <laughs> and so we're, we're, yeah, we're good. Mm -hmm. And then, what did it cut to then? Was that when there was the meeting with all the people and the pregnant woman? Um, Who's eating all the chocolates in the meeting? Yeah, I guess so. It wasn't that much. Not much happened in the 20 minutes. There was a lot. I guess each scene was kind of lingering. Yes. There wasn't a lot of cutting between. No, there was no, the no. top to Cuervo situation where there was, you know, every five seconds. Something, was something new. And new dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now that I think about it. So it cut from that to a scene where there was a bunch of people in an office area talking. An older guy, bald, heavy set. Oh, a younger guy. Yes. Uh, the cool uh, man smiled. He's very smiley. That's all I remember. He smiled a lot. Yes. And there's something interesting in it. If you don't understand the language, if you don't speak the language of something you're watching and someone is expressing an emotion, it, it, you remember it because it's all you get. And I made a, a point near the end. I said, like, I can't tell if they act, if it was good acting or not because it was very just, you know, down the middle. It was very straight. So it was just a lot of white people just talking. <laughs> um, and I've not, you know, there was no, I don't know what's really going on. I mean, they're physically moving objects around, apart from the props. If you take the props and costumes away, I don't know what's happening here. But the, the, I noticed the bald man was smiling a lot. There was a lot of smiling. And because right. I don't speak Finnish, it was just like a, kind of like a cartoon old man smiling <laughs> just yes he ve was very there was a lot of smiling I remember that I don't know who he was he was very well there was two other people that I didn't notice because I guess may and maybe that was the point and, and kudos to the director if that's what they meant for me to figure out but um, 
It was really the focus. <laughs> this is, I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna get past the idea of you saying kudos to the director who anticipated there'd be two dudes in Bergenfield, New Jersey, in two years' time who will watch my show, the second episode, twenty minutes in, turn up the subtitles, and for these people, I'm gonna do this. And you know what? They said good directing, and it was worth it. They said I was crazy. They said I was mad. <laughs> but it paid off. <laughs> hey, man. You know, I'm not going to argue with the guy's talents, you know? Yeah. So anyway, um, it was a lady that was eating a lot of snacks in there, and she was pregnant, obviously. Mm. And she sat down with the older guy and then the two other people, and I didn't really catch who they were. They kind of left. And she was chatting with him, and um, I'm wondering if, like... He was like the, whatever the equivalent is, like the district attorney or something like that. And she was there too. Because right afterwards, she's in like a mall or something. And she's chatting to a woman and she's eating ice cream. And I think she was later on in the police station. Yeah. So I'm wondering if she's like the assistant district attorney or something like that. And they're trying to figure out the case. Because they showed pictures. It... After right, so they have the meeting with the people. You meet the pregnant woman and the heavyset guy, mm. and then they cut to the mall with the pregnant woman eating ice cream now, like yeah. voraciously, and, and talking to what we assume I, I think was one of the cops, another woman. Mm. And then from there, it did. For, did it cut to the police station from there? I think it cut to the police station from there. Uh. <clears throat> Or, or did, no, it cut back to the, our hero's house and he's chatting with his daughter. Oh, yeah. At breakfast. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's something going on with the daughter and he's obviously trying to be a good parent and trying to get involved and all this other stuff. And he tries to read her mind on something or another, which mm-hmm. I don't remember what he was trying to read her mind on. No, there was this thing where he, he did a little pointing at his head, just like a miming, like, oh, read your mind and... He kind of laughed himself, dad joke, and she, she wasn't impressed. I mean, no, she wasn't, yeah. She was very, uh, she was kind of moody. <laughs> well, she was a teenager. She's so a teenager. It's, and it's she's a... in a Scandinavian like, crime drama. Yeah, exactly. That's like, that's like, there's moody as you're going to get. Scandinavian crime drama, teenager of the main police officer who's constantly solving murders and is never home. Yes. He's emotionally, you know, scarring her for his neglect. That's true. It's just bleak. Everybody's wearing beige and cream. There's no accent colours, which I pointed out. No one's wearing <laughs> blues or reds or greens. It's true. Everyone's very washed out in this very white country. This is very true. Very bleak. Very bleak. <laughs> so, um, so the assumption there is, he's trying to kind of be a family guy. Mm. And then... I'm trying to think what was the next thing we saw. And then it was, I believe, him driving her to school and they're chatting. Yeah. And then she finally breaks down and confesses something to him. Something. Something, which in very dad fashion, because you don't want to yell and say, you little shit, what did you do? Mm -hmm. And he's being very reasonable, but he kind of looks out the window as he's driving, kind of like, why me? And, you know, what do I do now? Kind of, it's the end of his world as a parent. Because she confessed something. So I don't know what she confessed. Did she confess she smoked weed or she had sex with a guy? I don't know what she confessed. But it definitely didn't sit that well with him. He didn't react. 
He was being like the very patient parent. Yeah. But he definitely didn't react. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. You're right. There was something. There was some uh, thing going on there. <laughs> I, don't, I know what she said. <laughs> Which, to be fair, she could have been speaking English. Yeah, we wouldn't have figured it out. No. Teenagers, to me, I don't know. <laughs> you know, whatever. I'm going to take my from when I'm a parent. I'm going to take advice from. I'm going to remember this. I'm going to take advice from this Scandinavian Finnish policeman, and I'm going to just react like that because that apparently that's safety. Because otherwise, I wouldn't know what was going on. I don't think. I mean, my child probably won't speak Finnish exclusively, so I'll, I'll probably have a head start with the English. Probably. But if I do end up having a Finnish, a doctor Finnish daughter, perhaps. Ooh, why not? Um, and, you know, for whatever reason I don't get around to learn language, perhaps I'm busy. I'm a busy person. You, you are. Know? Maybe my schedule takes me to a point I don't have time in the 15 years since I adopted her. <laughs> and we're in a car, then I'll know how to react. I'll remember this. Exactly. It's a teaching. Hey, every day is a teaching moment. Yes. Yes. And then they show him at the police station. And the police station is very much set up. It's this very bleak with a bunch of like flat screen TVs like on a frame. Not even on a wall. On frames. <laughs> yeah. And and the lighting is literally like one. Now it's probably LED because it is Scandinavia <laughs> and they're really well ahead of the rest of us. But it looks like a fluorescent bulb like arranged in a square above them. And there's four, three cops. There's the guy with the perfectly coiffed beard that looked more like a hedgerow than a beard that you said that really you find distasteful. Oh, I'm a... Ooh. A, it rubs me up the wrong way to see a man with... Specifically, with a well-groomed, full beard. Yes. Because this guy's beard, like, stuck out, like, a good, like, four inches. Yes. Yes. But it was like molded like a brick. Yeah, no, this is a bead you could hide a Cheeto in. You could hide, <laughs> yes. You could slot it in yes. the cheek. Yes. And you wouldn't know he's got a Cheeto no. in his cheek. You would just wonder why his <laughs> hairs are red right there. You wouldn't know. Um, but it was, too, but you know, it was too. It was perfectly coiffed though. It was. Um, so almost a perfect disguise for hiding Cheetos in your beard. If you wanted to, I guess. I suppose you so. wouldn't suspect it I because he so. looks so well. But yeah, too many symmetrical lines, too many straight lines going on in the yeah. brand. So, so Cheetos brand, Lays, if that's you, call us. We got some ideas for your new uh, branding there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I did, yeah, not a fan of his beard. He's too uh, too much. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, and I'm not against people that groom their facial hair. Right. You can have groomed facial hair. In a diff in in a fashion that is not a full beard. Yes. We can have a full beard, you know, as in you don't shave that at all until you shave. But I, I just don't understand. I don't. Uh, there's no there's no one who could explain this to me. Maybe one week we can get an expert <laughs> and they can explain this to me. We we might have to get a guest with a big coiffed beard to explain to you why <laughs> why and how that works. Yes. Yes. I guess so. So he, and he was, to me, by the looks of it, he's a detective and probably a senior detective. Our hero doesn't work for the town. He's just consulting. But, but by the way, they're kind of deferring to him. I'm guessing he's some big city detective. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's two women cops and one is obviously like kind of a, a senior patrol woman or something like a sergeant or something. Mm. 
and she's got the very like square jaw kind of looking good looking woman but a good looking woman that's that's seen action kind of hardened and then the other woman was kind of like the wise commanding officer or whatever it was and they were talking about and then on the screens there was naked woman or naked corpse of a woman and they kind of were looking through that and I guess consulting this guy our hero yeah and then it cut from that to is that when the Russians came in? I think that's when the Russians came. The Russians turned out, yeah. And, and and I remember saying, and we kind of turned, we we're, were about to say to each other, it's like, and I said, wait a minute, why are the subtitles on? Because I had them turned off. And right before you you said like, oh, maybe it's because they're translating something else. And right before you said that, I was going to say, this sounds like it's Russian. And sure enough, I I talked and listened a little more. It was Russian, so it was, or possibly Ukrainian. Possibly uh, Ukrainian. Because there was a man walking a dog, very much looking like... Isn't I'm, that the same thing these days? I don't know. What's that? Isn't that just the same thing these days? Maybe. I, hey, Ukrainian people, that's the English guy talking? <laughs> I don't I'm know. Not, I, this was not my... <laughs> this show will not be held responsible for the views <laughs> of their talents. Thank you very much. <laughs> but, um, so it's some guy walking a dog and chatting on the phone to some woman mm. who looks very serious... And she's taking pictures of the detective. And I don't know who the other guy was with the detective. It wasn't our hero. I thought it was the hero, but it wasn't the hero. And then she zooms in on the Audi. And mm. all you see is the emblem on the on the hood of yeah. the Audi. And, and that's what you zoom like, in on the Audi specifically. Just yes. Like, and you can see it's an Audi from the first picture. <laughs> from the first the one. first still. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's an Audi. <laughs> but she zooms in. She zooms in to like beep, 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 yes. beep. Just so you see those rings, those four rings. <laughs> yes. Just in case you didn't get it enough. <laughs> yes, in case you didn't know it was an Audi. Let me show you it was an Audi. And it was because it was such an obvious product placement there. And you, you called it right then and there. You're like, oh, Audi sponsors this show. Because there yeah. wasn't a license plate. There wasn't a ding. No. There wasn't a feather. There wasn't like any kind of DNA or, or, or something that could be used for crime. It was just an Audi. Yeah. And... To make it worse, a black, nondescript Audi. Yeah. No yeah. license plate to be seen. No, no, no. But she's zoomed in on it. Yes. And I don't know if she just wasn't sure that it was a 3.8 liter engine or something. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what her fascination with that was. Yeah, I mean, I think what it was trying to achieve there is the show was trying to tell... I mean, because we can't speak Finnish, we're looking at these things. Yes. All we see is what we see. So it's very obvious to us. I guess if you're Finnish and you're picking up the words... Maybe you're not seeing things as, as base as we are. So I, I think what it's doing is just like, oh, she's taking a picture and she's zooming in. It's like the international director language for this person. This is important. Is up to no good. Mm. There's some snooping going on. There's some sneaky snooping. This person knows what they're doing as well. This isn't someone accidentally zooming in. This isn't, one, this isn't someone's uncle who's just trying the camera out and has been given the picture to take the picture and is accidentally zoomed in on someone's left ear. Right. <laughs> just going, oh, no, no, no. She no. purposely, she knew what she was doing. This woman knew how to zoom in on the camera. She was trying to get a job at Audi. I think that's what's yeah. happening there. She was trying to get a job at Audi. Yeah. <laughs> so she was. So that's what we. She, whoever she was, she she knew what she was doing. She had the camera. That's right. So we have some either Russians or Ukrainians. Not sure which. Hmm. And then it cuts to. Was that when we went to the morgue? Right after that. 
Um, yes, I think that's yeah. why we went to the morgue because the last scene was the one with the little girl, right? So we go to the morgue, and this was the um, interesting twist to the show. Oh, this was the... There's a dead guy on a slab in a morgue. And the... Um, Something we see a lot. Yeah, sure. Sure, in a crime drama, of course. Oh, yeah. And the uh, M.E., or for those of you not in the know, the medical examiner, um, is showing the guy, and they show his face first, and it looks like he has a like a puncture wound in his neck. Obviously, he's a corpse, so he's very pale, the whole nine yards. Unshaven. It's like, why couldn't you shave the corpse? I don't get it. But anyway. <laughs> um, they try to shave the corpse, but the, the whole, the, the box they keep for the uh, grooming apparatus was it disappeared. Someone someone had been someone who is a grooming obsessed person had been and taken all the grooming facilities and I wonder who that could have been. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm making a call back to the World Group Beard Man. I'm, I'm it didn't play very well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't very sorry, good. sorry. I should have I should have caught on to that. Uh, you were very traumatized by that beard. I and was. I should have, it's I should have caught on to back. that. It's, <laughs> it's suspicious to me from the off. <laughs> I should have caught on to that. So they go to the wide shot, and the uh, commanding police officer from earlier in the George Michael video slot setup, <laughs> which I even said where like the police station looks like it's Freedom 1990 with George Michael, and I was half expecting Naomi Campbell to sashay into the scene. Um, she was in the mortuary. Was the other police officer the one who was like the patrol, the senior patrol yes, looking woman? There. She was there too. And the medical examiner is telling them something about the corpse, obviously about how he died. And they're doing it with the very typical um, crime show where they're showing the corpse from the face, from up top, and then they zoom to the side. And of course, mind you, this isn't American TV, so censoring is, mm. you know... Culturally speaking, they're not that uptight as we are in the U.S. And they go from the side, and one of the first things that I notice is hmm. that the table for the medical examiner is located right above the knees and the thighs <laughs> of the corpse, but not to cover up his wangdoodle, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and so all you see from the side is the actors, and it's kind of like, and all I can think of is the advice that you get when you watch Michael Caine or any anytime. Talk about being naked, where he says, "I, I, I don't do, I don't do naked because when you're naked, you don't have any control over the scene. You're an actor. You're supposed to tell a story. But when you're naked, no one's looking at you because they're looking at you being naked, and you lost control of the scene. And that's kind of the thing that Michael Caine says. That's my horrible Michael Caine impression. In case you didn't know, I, I got it. Is that he said that? That's the thing he said. Yes, yes. He says he he never done a nude scene, and he would never do a nude scene. Because it completely takes a it complete, and he's right. What else are you looking? at? You're just looking at the bits now. Cut to Michael Caine's doctor. He just says, "Michael, I just need. It's just a standard examination. I just need. That's all I need." Doc, I don't do it. You don't understand. I don't take it off for anyone. <laughs> not you. Not the director. Not anyone. If you want, at best, I will unzip my pants and you stick your finger through a phone. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> I do. I do prefer your impersonation. There is a 
There is an interesting <laughs> twist on. There's an in, there's something odd with that guy. That that Michael Caine. <laughs> He's been through a tough life. There's something going on. I don't know what happened. He sounds like Heath Ledger. What's going What's on? What's going on there? But um, so anyway, this tray, and all you can see is that the corpse obviously didn't groom himself down there. He's very much into the seventies, eighties portal, and all you see is this corpse, belly, legs. And you see this big, glorious mound of pubics. And you're just like, oh, you know, it's like, okay. And the scene kind of continues on. And no sooner than I make this observation that they cut now with a camera full on side. Yeah. And there's a wang doodle in full view. Yeah. Why? You don't need to. It was perfectly fine where it was. <laughs> Why? But you had a shot where you can't see it. And they're talking. And they're talking. And then you change. And we can see all three actors clearly. Let's yeah. just let's point that and out. We move to a shot that's exactly the same as far as everything else in the shot. Everything. Except you see let's some good way. old, some pasty white dead Scandi. <laughs> you see a dead mushroom hanging upside down is what you see, basically. You do. And then, of course, you know, being that, and we've mentioned this in previous shows, we're both actors, and all I could think of was like, that poor bastard. He signed on to be an extra on this show, and this is his shot. And like you really pointed out. Yeah, that, that, that was, and I said at the time, you said he's an extra, and then I'm led to, to only have to think as an actor would. And this is poor guy, because if he's getting the job, where, right, you're just a dead dude in the table and you're going to have your cock But you're on, a major, you're on a major show. You're on a major show, but your cock's going to be out for two seconds. Everyone's going to see it. But it's a major show. It's you're then left in a situation where, what do you do about your show, Will? Yeah. <laughs> which is which is what I say. It's like, you, how do you not include? <laughs> how do you not include this right. major show in the show, Will? Right. It, that's it's it's an important. I mean, if I was on Blue Bloods and my wang was hanging out, that would go right into my show reel. It would have to. And in fact, I would probably edit the video so that my face is completely out and it's just my wang just, in the shot. Just the wang, right? You know what? And, and you know what? Maybe even roll the credits that says Tomo Lovric as wang. And I mean, just... Not only do I think I would not um, put it in my showreel, I think at the point where my agent sat me down and, <laughs> and went over the part, I would have to say, mm, uh, no. No. Mm, no fuck you. So, so. <laughs> I'm more than a dead dude with, with a cock. That, which is all he was. That's all he That's was. That's all he was. Literally. He wasn't, there wasn't acting anything. anything. No, no. And I mean. The only thing he had to act, the only, literally the only direction that you can give him, the only thing he could physically act, Don't this piss. man, would be try not to get excited. <laughs> That's it. That's the only thing you need to say to this actor for him to successfully not screw this up. You know the first thing he's on the side. Ladies, don't touch his leg. Do not touch his leg, ladies. Whatever you do, do not touch his leg. I would like to see the blooper where he does accidentally. Maybe that's why the tray was so low, because he kept on knocking the tray over with a boner. Well, that's what would worry me as well. I, I, I would worry if I was the actor in that situation. I would just, I wouldn't be able to stop myself because the pressure. I would just, inadvertently, it would just happen because I'm trying so hard. I love this awesome show! Oh no. Yeah. 
mean, at the, I mean, at the very least, I would like. I would. I'd go into the scene with semi excitement to, <laughs> to at least make my show a little more impressive. You know what? They, I'll tell you how they did this. I'll tell you how they did this because I've watched MythBusters for years. Okay. I'll tell you exactly how they did this. They ran a refrigeration line right under that cold slab table and kept that table at like fifty degrees. So he didn't get a boner, but when he got up off that table, he probably left half his ass on that table because it got frostbitten and stuck to it. That's what I'm guessing happened. Yeah. Because that would probably be a standard Hollywood model, I would think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I'm, I'm almost tempted to look up this guy and see if I can find out where he's done. <laughs> Who was the corpse? <laughs> Who was the corpse? <laughs> Who was the corpse? Corpse number one. <laughs> Hey, that's a credit, man. You're getting into the union with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who else is going to play the corpse? <laughs> I mean, we could go into the finer details. Was he circumcised? Wasn't he? I don't know. I just know that I was just like, oh. And you know what? You're right. Because of the coloration. Because that was the whole thing. Mm. The attention to detail was impressive. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they like painted him as a corpse everywhere. Mm. And everything was kind of... This pale grayish color, except for the very tip. That was almost like rude how pink that was. It was almost rude. Yeah. And it kind of looked like one of the mushrooms from Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah, it did. I, I think... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh... It was... Whew. Uh, it, yeah, it was definitely... Okay. So, yes. So, yeah. I, when I, Doodle Guy... I, can, I, I, I can't help but feel for, like, that guy's mother. Or his grandmother. To see his big break on TV. Yes. And have to be like, oh, oh, our little uh, Riku. Our little Riku is on TV today, yeah. Mama. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, little Riku's little Riku. <laughs> <laughs> but it is kind of neighbor. They, they wouldn't care about that. I guess so. I guess yeah. they wouldn't. So, they'd probably be just excited that he's on the show. Yeah, I guess so. They'd probably tease him about what the makeup artist do with his wang doodle, most likely. Mm. Yeah. Well. Anyway, so now, just to point out for our audience, we are tapping into the Double Bastard by um, Arrogant Brewing from Escondido, California, and Richmond, Virginia. So, it's sort of local. It's within three states, right? That's, yeah, that's I've been there. I drove there. Yeah, exactly. A month ago, I drove there back what, in the day. So this one's 11% alcohol by volume, FYI. So this is like wine, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, this is like a wine. This <laughs> is like wine. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> and they have warnings on here. I'm not going to bother you guys with the warnings. You can buy the bottle and figure it out yourself. But in terms of color and head and everything, it's pretty much the same as Arrogant Bastard. Yes. Yeah. Let's go for a taste now before we continue in our exciting it's finale. Interesting that you did you mention the color in the head because that's what we've been talking about the past five minutes. <laughs> this, this is, you guys didn't know this is a biologically educational show. <laughs> we go from wang noodles to beer. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> so, Ooh, that's so big. Oh, that's weird. That's a weird tasting bit. It doesn't taste the same as the last one to me. Really? It does to you? It tastes very similar to me. It does? It tastes very similar. It, 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 um, oh. It's a little bit sweeter. 
to me, I think. Hmm. I think the bitterness is at the same level, but I think it's a little bit sweeter. You do? Yes. Interesting. Or maybe I'm wrong because I'm eating, you know, spicy ribs, so what do I know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like this is a little, uh, more bitter. It's, it feels very, um... Well, you know, let me, well, far be it for me to not experiment, having worked as a scientist in the past. Mm. Interesting. It is more bitter. You're right. Very caramelly, though. I feel it's like very caramelly. Yes, yes. That's where I'm detecting the sweet. It mm. is a little more bitter, but it's not undrinkable. No, it's not undrinkable at all. And when you consider it's 11.5%. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's... No, that's nice. I mean, I've had I've had IPAs that are a lot mm. more bitter than this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, this is nice. This is, I, one of the most bitter beers that I've ever had, and it's actually... Possibly the only beer in my life that I never was able to like finish completely was Sierra Nevada Bigfoot Ale. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever had that. No, but I'll, I'll look for it because I love Sierra Nevada. That's like a nine and a half percent. It was literally, and I mean, people have different tastes, so people like it. It wasn't for me. Let me just point that out. I'm not making a general assumption. But to me, yeah. it tasted like I cooked a broom and drank it. <laughs> it was that better. I, I literally could not finish it. Let me look this up. I'm a big fan of Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada has very good beers, but that Bigfoot Ale, I just I couldn't do it. Sierra Nevada Bigfoot. What's the one I like? There's, there's one that they do. I'm a big fan. Bigfoot Barley Wine Style Ale. Oh, it's a Barley Wine Style Ale. Interesting. Did it say IBUs on it? Um... No. It's Bigfoot IBU. What? It's IBU for the Bigfoot is 3.97. Really? That's it? Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Well, to me, maybe maybe I had an off bottle or something. Oh, but wait. Oh, wait. It was so bitter. I've got another one that's saying... Something different. No, 90. 90. Okay, that, 90. that sounds more like it. 90 IBU. Yes, that sounds more like it. Yeah. Okay. But anyway. But we digress. So we went from Wang Doodle to more drink because I think our manliness could not handle talking about manhood stuff that much and we needed more mm. beer. I think that's what happened, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Anyway. So, back to the show. So we cut from the morgue scene to, ah, back to the cabin. Yes. Back to the cabin, and we see the young man who was helping the young girl in the beginning of the show who had some kind of horrific wound, and she's bent over, and he's uh, 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 trying to look after her. And he's looking at a laptop with the help, quote-unquote help, which is an older man-looking kind of doctor. Mm. They never show his face. Or they don't show his face yet, I should say. Yes. And then the the young guy takes his shirt off and throws his shirt in the fire, which was kind of odd because he looked like he cared for the girl and the girl cared for him. Mm-hmm. But why would he throw his shirt in the fire? Well, it's, it's evidence, I guess. He's covered in blood. Yeah, but I mean, they're trying to keep her alive, or at least that's the assumption here. Why would he, I mean, why not just throw his shirt in the laundry? 
That's what I don't get. That's a good point. So, anyway, but he takes his shirt off, and, you know, I'm no Adonis, but Maybe that's... this is how he was raised. Maybe that when he's, he's finished with the shirt, he throws it in the fire. I don't, maybe it's a finished thing. I don't know. I will reveal this later to you, <laughs> but I have third-hand story, I guess, <laughs> from somebody who knew somebody who's a huge celebrity. Yep. And their thing was they, every day, they threw out their underwear. Like and like they they yeah. won't underwear once uh-huh. into the garbage it goes. Wow. So not like you know Larry David doing uh, uh, Bernie Sanders on SNL, you know, <laughs> right in the garbage, underwear one day. Like wow. that was their tick. Like that was like things have to be clean and. Well, that's very interesting. It is interesting. Well, sort of, I guess, if you're weird. Hmm. But I mean, I don't know that I would, and I'm I'm sort of a neat freak. And I'm sure some of my friends that are listening to me like you're more than sort of a neat freak. Mm. But, I mean, how toxic do you think your ass gas is <laughs> that you would have to toss that out yeah. after one day of use? That would, that, that would be so disappointing to me to take the joy out of my life of, of being able to pick out a pair of, a, a pair of underwear that I'm favorable to. That's one of the b- better parts of my morning if I realize I have a clean pair of underwear that is... Favorable to me, right? And it's not one of the, you know, the the lesser the, right. favored pairs that yes. have been around for a few years. <laughs> you know, <laughs> a few extra. Oh wait a minute! These make my like, package look really good. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I've some nice underwear, and I'm like, oh, I've got these today. Very nice. Right. Oh, the modal. <laughs> no, no cotton for me. No. The modal today. Oh, it's a special occasion. Valentine's Day. Calvin Klein. Thank you very much. Well, I, I, I uh, it, 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 it is under my eye. And socks as well. Socks and pants. Uh, English pants, that is, which is... Underwear. Underwear. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's it's a good day when I have some good... Uh, Interesting. I have, I have some good socks on today. I have Guardians of the Galaxy socks. Those they're socks like, are pretty fly. I have they're to admit like, that. They're like soccer socks. They're yeah, very yeah, thick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, you know, and they're Guardians of the Galaxy and those, are, those are pretty fly, I have to admit that. Yeah. Wow. So, in, in case you folks don't know, young Sean is like a super, super, super talented young man with singing and acting. And now you know that what gives him incredible pleasure, when he like makes it on Broadway and you know, fresh underwear in a packet <laughs> and maybe some socks, just toss it to him on stage, you might as well be showing yourself nude to the young man. So. Yes. That, that underwear yeah. and socks just remember that oh it's very very pleasing to me <laughs> I I have had underwear in the past I don't now as I'm married um, but before I was married Uh-oh. I, I I had a pair of underwear it was more than one but there was certainly one I can think of that was a pair of underwear that effectively had tossed on you oh no 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 that's not what I was going to say oh. I was going to say the state to what my underwear would get to oh 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 okay um, I was, thought for a second you were like the next town Jones oh no, like, what no, the no. hell no, no, not that quite I mean <laughs> before I was married in that I wouldn't be able to get away with owning this underwear anymore but I used to have <laughs> I used to have an underwear that genuinely got to the point where there was there was a single strand of cotton that was basically holding the entire undercurrent carriage of this underwear. So, so basically, <laughs> what you had on was a mini kilt, is what you're telling me. It was, it was effectively just a, a, the world's smallest little mini skirt that I used to wear under my jeans. There's a kilt that I out, you bastard! <laughs> so I, I have, I have, I have that. Dark history, so that's why I appreciate the underwear as much as I Okay, 
Wow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, into the mind of a serial underwear wearer. <laughs> it's a new documentary we're going to start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, back to Border Town. <laughs> um, right, so we're done with Wang Doodle. Oh, that's right, we're in the cabin now with a very doctory looking guy. And you kind of get the feeling at first that the girl on the bed with the grievous wound, and she's very grievously wounded, but she's breathing and awake. She's just doubled over and lying on the bed, and she can't get up. And that's right. So the young man just took his shirt off and tossed it in the fire, and he's going over to comfort her. And then the doctor gets up from the chair, and he's still completely out of focus, and he doesn't come into focus until he's right like on top of the two by the bed. Mm. And he's talking to her, and she's saying something to him. And the young guy is kind of going like, yeah, that's all right, don't worry about it, it'll be fine. It'll and we're, think, we're thinking this of either this, the suspicious doctory guy is either, either a famous Finnish actor or is someone we've already seen in the previous in episode. In the previous episode, right. And we know, because there was a very prolonged reveal. Of yes, him. yes. One of those very obvious kind of like, you know, like, oh, who is this we're about to see? Right. Yeah, like, yeah. You see the back of his head, always blurry, it's out of yes. focus, ooh, yeah. and then, you know, slowly into focus. Yes. And, oh, it's, it's some, some guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, no, no, you're absolutely right. It was a very slow reveal, and he's chatting to the girl, and the other guy's encouraging, the young guy's encouraging her, and um, she, I guess, agrees to something. And then he pulls, the doctory guy pulls out like a, an ampule or a bottle of something, mm. puts a syringe in, pulls it out, and has a syringe. And I'm guessing this is, I don't know, supposed to help her sleep, relax, whatever, to help her heal. That's the assumption. And he talks to her and she says, yes, that's fine. And then he hugs the young guy from behind and jabs him in the neck with a needle. And then they roll on the floor in a very undramatic floppy kind of way mm. the struggle didn't seem very real like he totally no. and I'm guessing I, I'm guessing the point of that stage piece was to show that whatever the drug was in the needle yeah. was very powerful because the young guy was literally young enough to be his kid if not his grandkid oh yeah. oh grandkid definitely yeah and now the young guy it's not like he was a you know like in the US he would have been a freaking Olympic gymnast and, and been ripped and shredded this dude was kind of skinny and, and, you know, a little bit hippie, kind of girlish kind of figure a little bit. And not not somebody awkward that... Awkward body. He had an awkward body. Awkward. A very androgynous body. Androgynous body. It's the sort of body that when I was a kid, I would see when I would do PE and I'd be in the chairs rooms, I'd see friends of mine that had bodies like it. And at the time, because I, I, when I was a teenager, I was like a bit chubby. And I've, I've always kind of been around that. Um... I was never, I was never big. I was never big, big. I was just kind of a little chubby. But I'd look at people like that and think, like, "Oh, I wish, oh, I wish I was skinny like that. Look how good their bodies are. Like, oh, they look so good." And at the time, I was like, "Oh, that's what a good body looks like." When you're like thirteen, right? That's what a good body looks like. Yeah. But then when you're like, yeah, once you get past eighteen, and that's still your thirteen-year-old body, that's it's the worst kind of body. It's, it's, it's worse. It's, it's the worst thing. It's the kind of body that if. And now we're being very judgy here, so we own it. We're we're being very judgy here. <laughs> um, it's the kind of body if you went out there and had a bunch of guys take their shirts off, and mm. you were thinking, "I need a guy who's going to help me build my shed." 
that would be the absolutely last guy you picked. You would pick the really if obese, heavy lumber, guy. If yes. you're out of wood, yes. you might pick him to, for a bit of to use. Right, right, right. You might use him to like start a fire, and then, and, and by using him to start a fire, I mean throwing him in the fire because he was really. It was the kind of body that inspires five percent confidence and ninety-five percent panic. I mean, that's that was the that was the kind of body it was. And like I said, I'm being really judgy, and I know I'm a pudgy middle-aged zilch but you know i mean that's just what it was yeah so uh, right so anyway the doctoring guy jumps on him stabs him in the neck they struggle on the floor and the girl is on the bed i think calling the young man's name i i because i think we figured out that her name was katya katya yes yes and i think she was calling it and i think he might have been like mathau or something like that or matthew or something I think uh, anyway. I don't know. As I as I um, observed earlier on, uh, Riku is the only Finnish name I know. <laughs> okay. I knew a guy called Riku. Um, okay. Riku Dokonon. Oh, that's Riku Dokonon. Riku Dokonon. Riku Dokonon. That's awesome. He sounds like a freaking warlock, dude. That sounds <laughs> Riku awesome. Riku Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be listening, Riku. But if you are, Riku, if you're listening, you. you better be a freaking metal singer. That's all I'm saying here because that's a freaking death metal name yes. if I've ever heard one. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Forget the darkness. That's Riku. Um, He's the only Finnish man that I um, personally know. So okay, I, uh, that's my go-to. Well, technically, me. well, we don't know him. We met him. Oh, our colleague's husband. I don't know if I met him. Did, Did you ever meet him properly? I met him. A very nice man. If I met him, Patrick is it Patrick? Patrick, Patrick, yes. That's boring. What's all the Irish? <laughs> boring. So <laughs> <laughs> Riku. Sorry, Patrick. Boring. <laughs> Patrick. Oh, what a what a nice Irish name. <laughs> what an unusual Finnish name. <laughs> Since well, Patrick. Well, you know. Uh, well, I guess if he's in Finland, Patrick is an unusual name, isn't it? Is. <laughs> and we're kind of being dicks here, aren't yeah. we? <laughs> <laughs> so we want Timu or Riku. No, we don't want Patrick. We got plenty of Patricks here. But uh, so the old man, I guess, either he either subdues the young guy or kills him outright. Mm. And then the girl is kind of moaning and 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 uh, uh, kind of like crying. And well, she wasn't quite crying, but she was like in a panic and breathing heavy. And of course, she couldn't move, she couldn't even lift her head up to see what's going on. Like, she's literally a useless lump of coal on the bed. And then the old guy gets up, and he's all smiley. And she's, like, in her underwear and a shirt. Mm. Right? And the old man gets up, and of course, in that very creepy fashion, puts his, like, hand on her. And very obviously pointed out that he's married, because you can see the wedding ring on his hand. Puts his hand on her, and then rests his head on her butt. Yeah. Well, I've just thought, he can't have killed him. Well, he maybe did, but I feel like he didn't kill him just because it wouldn't make sense to have encouraged him to burn the t-shirt if he was going to kill him. Because surely, if he was going to kill him, it would be a good, like, frame framing. She's covered in the blood. But, but, he was probably trying to win his trust. Look, I'm going to help you toss the shirt in the fire. <coughs> A little bit devious. I don't, yeah, but you can really trust by saying we need to get rid of that shirt, throw it over in the corner and we'll wash it at all. Oh, I don't know. I, I, you don't think you killed him? I don't know. I, and the, the problem is, it's, I don't know. Well, the problem is, is I'm thinking too much about this now on TV shows, even though this isn't, you know, it was an adult TV show, it was an adult TV show. Yes. 
TV shows don't always think as much as you would have to think for a murder yes. to make sense. To get away with murder, yes. you need to really think ahead. And, you know, one of the most important parts of killing someone, not from experience, from just <laughs> I imagine, would be you have to know not so much how you kill them, because that really doesn't matter, because as long as the body's not found, who cares how you kill them? Right. It's where you kill them, because it's not easy to move a body about. True. So you really need to make sure that wherever they're going to die is somewhere that's going to be easy enough for you to get them to wherever they're going to end up being. Guess what, though? They were in the house in the cabin on the lake. They were. You tie a rock and you toss them overboard and goodbye. That's true. That is true. Some of the, some of the, I don't, you know, call a polar bear. I mean, it's Finland. This is, this is good for another episode, perhaps a special, of best ways to kill Get away with murder and dispose of a body. I have these conversations all the time uh, with my wife. Oh, yeah, about how right. I would if right, I had to. Wife. Right, right. In, with, how uh, I would do it. What? When you guys visited the Legion of Doom on the weekend, or when yeah. it... we, uh, we 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 have these jokes because there's there's a lot there's a lot of blood, my blood, in our bathroom. Just you know, I mean, cleans now. But <laughs> it's if anyone's familiar with God Girl. She, we joke that she's going to gong me one day because there is a lot of cleaned up blood in, in, in the kitchen and across the whole apartment. My blood is strewn across that place. Okay. So, well, so I feel like we're getting sexual here and I don't really want to know about this <laughs> guys. I, I just don't want to know about that. <laughs> yeah. So all I'm saying is I could, if I wanted to frame her, you know, I would be gong her. I see. I, my blood would be everywhere so it looks like she would kill me. Huh. Still, I could go on for a long time talking about the ways to, to, to you know, effectively dispose of a body. Potassium hydroxide. Uh, I put that down my drain, I think. Potassium hydroxide is the way to go. And do you know why? That burns. That as, 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 as a chemist, I'll tell you, no, 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 no. No? No, because, um, like, sodium hydroxide? You know what yeah. sodium hydroxide is? Mm. And not, not potassium hydroxide, I'm sorry, blah. Potassium chloride. That's oh, okay. what I'm thinking. Sodium chloride is salt. Yeah. Potassium chloride is also a salt. Mm-hmm. However, if you inject it in the bloodstream, it'll induce a heart attack and it will be metabolized because you need potassium for your muscles. Uh-huh. Not that I ever thought about killing anybody, but it's, this is just something if I know. You, if you had to. If, if, no, if, if I had to kill somebody, I'd get a pig farm to ish. That's what I do. <laughs> oh, I don't know if you noticed that, listeners. Michael Caine just wanted to do it. <laughs> He's gone again. He's gone again. Michael Caine. It wasn't Michael Caine. What was his name? The actor from... Uh, 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 that was from Lockstock yeah. and Just Walking Barrels, wasn't Bricktop. it? Oh, Snatch, I think. Or what? Snatch, Snatch. That's Bricktop. No? Yeah, oh, yeah, no. yeah. No, Snatch, yeah. With the pigs. The pig With the pigs. That was Snatch. snatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because what's-his-face uh, Statham was... Yeah. Oh, man, some rob. Yeah, yeah, that's Stephen. Yeah, he was. Yeah. That's right. He was in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. He was bacon. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's good. To, that's good to know, though. I, I didn't know that about the the pig farm. The, the no, the inject the the uh, sodium the, the potassium chloride. Potassium chloride. Yeah, that's great. That's, now I'm gonna have the freaking FBI knocking on my door. That's I'm an sure. interesting. Um, that's that's an interesting. But how would you what, how would you dispose of the body? How do you get rid? Of the you wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to. Yeah, you had a heart attack. Because you could literally put it in soup. Shit, why? Put it in soup. <laughs> soup, you say? Oh. Soup, you say? Interesting. <laughs> uh, 
Where's, getting, where's the nearest soup shop around here? Uh, it's, it's getting uncomfortably quiet in here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So I think we can bring this episode to a conclusion on that note. Mm. Um, so, today we reviewed um, the crime TV show under the crime TV show's category on Netflix called Border Town. And this was, the episode was called The Doll's House, and it was actually a three-part episode. We saw the second episode, 20 minutes in. <laughs> yes, so, if you would like to retrace our steps. <laughs> you, if you like to retrace our steps <laughs> and are thinking, by all means, go ahead, knock yourself out. <laughs> Make sure to get yourself lots of beer beforehand and watch the show and enjoy. Uh, but, I mean, I will say this with, with, with all honesty, it does look like an interesting crime drama. And I'd probably go back anyway and, and put the subtitles on to understand because when those Finnish subtitles came for the Russian people, I didn't realize how many freaking umlauts was in Finnish. <laughs> I mean, I thought Germans had a lot of umlauts. Holy crap. Okay. It was literally like, it, it looked like Braille. It didn't even look like umlauts at that point. It looked like Braille. It was like, am I supposed to put my hands on the screen here? What? It, it was, it, there was a lot of umlauts It there. was like a heavy metal nightmare. It was. Yeah. It kind of was. But it would have rocked if it was heavy metal. Oh, yeah. 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 So, anyway. But Border Town, it actually got almost four stars on Netflix. I think it was four. I think it was four. And it, was like, it was like just a little like little bit of white left on the fourth star. Oh, it was. So, probably like 3.9 or whatever it is. Oh, I see. But it looked like it would be a good show. And I, I know you, you said that you can't tell that if the acting was good because they're kind of talking straight. Mm. And it just looked like they're having conversations. But... I dare say that actually means it was good acting because it just looked like people having conversations. That's true. So, at that's least true. that in my assessment. No, Somebody else might tell me that I'm full of shit, but... That's true. I mean, it's... To be... It's... Well, I don't want to get too into this as an actor, but okay. yes. For people that don't know about acting or observation... Or people... That is good acting for what we think of as a, a crime TV show. Right. But if you were to get into it, if you were trying to be good acting as far as what's the most realistic way that policemen or a crime would actually happen, right. it's not good acting because there is a lot. You know, this is one of the little weird things that I get into as an actor where I get very delved and think too much about it and no one else does. And right. In the in reality, you know, why in, in in if we were trying to go very real with this, there'd be a lot more there'd be more dick jokes, yeah. there'd be more coffee. Yes. There'd be a lot more coffee <laughs> and donuts. Yeah, there'd be a lot more just, you know, yes. I, do I have to go out now to <laughs> yes. do this? There'd be a lot more whining. Yeah, like, Jesus fucking Christ! I've already done forty-seven fucking hours this week. <laughs> yes. Like, my God, where's the fucking overtime, Dodge? <laughs> I don't know. Yes, oh. there will be a lot more of that. Yes, yes, I think there will be. But you yes. know, it, for what we think of as a straight crime drama, yes, it looked like it was playing on the nose. But, but, but I will say in defense of that, mm. it could be a cultural difference. That's true. And for all we know, I mean, this is how Finnish cops are. Mm. So, to be fair. They never finish. Wow. <laughs> I don't believe that's the bottom of That finish. is... Never finish. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a real painful motto for the, the wives of Finland. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, to all our fans in Finland, <laughs> I have nothing to do with John's <laughs> attitudes here. <laughs> But yeah, I, I mean, I would recommend. I mean, uh, uh, just that twenty minute. I would recommend it to somebody. Yeah, watch the show. It looks intriguing enough. 
<laughs> and then they would say, oh, why do you recommend it, Tom? Why would you recommend it? And then you would be put in a position where you'd say, well... Well, I watched 20 gosh. minutes of it one time, and I ate barbecue and drank beer, so I was feeling really good, so I'll tell you to go mm. watch it. But no, 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 I, I, I mm. think there was something about the guy who was the hero. I thought he conveyed that, and I guess at this point with TV shows, it's kind of stereotypical, that obsession, mm. right? That policeman's obsession to figure out what happened, you know, that very, you know, bandicoot. Uh, 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 <laughs> what they call him, Bandicoot Slip and Shot or something like that when they make fun of Benedict Cumberbatch's name. That mm-hmm. very obsessive thing where I have to know what happened and I have to solve it. Which, you know, you, you kind of have to be... I feel like in the real world, those guys end up being the traffic cops. Because they're the only cops I've ever seen on TV or in the real world who are obsessively doing their job to a fault. <laughs> You obviously not seen a lot of traffic cops around here because they do this kind of stuff where you want you're trying to figure out which way he's leading. And he kind of just waves the hand down below the hip, and you don't know if he's got an itch or if he's waving you on, and then he gets mad at you. It's like I don't know which way you're telling me to go. So, but I think he he portrayed that like haunted, obsessive kind of guy well. So. I, I think, and I, and to be fair, that was the first quote-unquote story of the season. I think as it goes on, because if it starts there, he's that kind of, I guess, involved in the whole psyche of the character. I think maybe by episode 11 you'd be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I think. Especially if you had barbecue and beer. Yeah. So... But, yeah, I. So why not? Why so anyway, what? Yes, if you got nothing better to do, why don't you watch the show? It, it actually was a good show. Yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed the twenty minutes because there was a lot of twists and turns. And if you really want to amuse yourself, leave the um, subtitles off and just try to figure out like we do. Because you know what else would you want to do with your life? Um, <laughs> yeah, because there is genuinely so many brilliant things to watch. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's boring. Yeah, that's bo- boring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that, we reviewed that. We reviewed Riley's uh, ribcage. Very good. Very good. You had the chicken sandwich. I, yep, did. I had the St. Louis ribs, and it's actually a lot of food. And we had the beans. Mm. The beans were delicious. Yes, they were. The ribs were fantastic. The half rack is six ribs, and there is a ton of meat on these things. So, I mean, if you're going to order a full rack of ribs, be hungry. Yeah, because it's it's a lot of food and very tasty. It's got a real nice, it's got a real nice smoky char on it. It's it's the spiciness is really good, and you had the spicy sauce, and you said it was very spicy. It was very spicy, but it was good. I mean, I no, it was very spicy, but, but tasty, tasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we had, of course, we had to accept the challenge from arrogant bastard ale, and we had the arrogant bastard, and then the double bastard. And I say, good beer, guys. Yeah. Challenge accepted. Yeah, good. I And I'm a big fan of these beers that are like 11.5% because it's like, hell, you, yeah, it's just so easy. You'd be yeah. like, great, I accept what, like two bottles of these and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and really easy drinking, nice, tasty. Yeah. Good body. And uh, I think that's, I think that we're putting episode three in the books. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Don't know what's 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 what we're doing next. I don't know. We'll find out. We don't know. We'll we'll see what the next category is, and we'll see you next time, folks. And uh, thank you for listening to our rantings and ravings here on 
what's going on here, episode three. Have a good one, folks. See ya.